It's time to find balance and be refreshed here on Every Heart, Every Woman. Every Heart, Every Woman. Get ready for uplifting music and inspiring interviews. Every Heart, Every Woman. Let's get motivated to move forward as we share our life experiences. host, Carla Nivens. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Before we jump into our interview for today, we're going to set the tone with just a little bit of live music. This is Rejoice, Just Do It. It's performed by DJ Law. Sit back and enjoy. Just do it. Rejoice in the Lord, 
Well, welcome back to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Uh, I hope you enjoyed Rejoice, Just Do It. That's performed by DJ Law. It is available for download anywhere you download music. So check that out. Our show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can go to loveministriesbills.org to find out all of the great information about uh, Love Ministries. We are still meeting with our young people, even through our shelter in place. So go to the website and find out how to plug in to us. Well, I am very excited about our interview for today. During the shelter in place, as you know, all of our young people are doing a school from home and they're having to um, just kind of get onto the internet every day and continue their learning and continue um, going to school. So I have invited two seniors um, this year that I know of one, my daughter, Naomi Nivens, and a good friend of hers, Delina Naguse. They are both seniors graduating this year. So first of all, Naomi and Delina, thank you so much for being on the radio show. And also congratulations on making it to the end of your senior year. Now, I know that this is not the senior year that you had planned at all. Uh, this looks completely different, but um, I'm so excited because I know the two of you ladies are continuing to work hard and continuing to make it to the finish line. So I commend you for that. I wanted um, for you all to join the radio show because there's a lot of um, uneasiness about this time with both parents um, but, and, and the school as well, because the school would love for you all to be in the building, but both parents and the students about, you know, how this is affecting our children, how this is affecting our students. So I wanted to just invite you all on and ask you all a couple of questions. And I think that we'll find some inspiration in your answers and and in how you're dealing with this shelter in place. So, but when I do the radio show, I always like to start with the backstory. I want to know, uh, give us a favorite memory that you have from all of your uh, years of school, not just this year, but think way back. Give us a favorite back, memory. I had this writing teacher whose name, ironically enough, was Mr. Wright. <laughs> And um, he was just trying to get to know all of us. And he asked me if I had any talents or anything. And I told him I'd like to sing. So he was like, why don't you come on up here and sing for the class? And I did. And everybody loved it. And, um, you know, since then, I felt a lot more confident, like working with singing and music and stuff like that because of my teacher. And that's probably my favorite memory from way back, like fourth grade elementary school. Yeah, that's a cool story. And were you new to the school at that time or was this a school you've gone, you know, kindergarten, first, second, third grade? 
Um, well, it's a little complicated because I have been in this district since uh, I started elementary school, but I had to go to one school, but then they did this crossover where students from kindergarten through third grade had to go to one school and then students fourth grade through fifth grade had to go to a second one. Mm-hmm. So my fourth grade year was technically, yes, at a new school, just in the same district. Okay. Okay. So it was kind of even a fun way to introduce yourself to yeah, yeah the new school and the classroom and all of that. That is very cool. So, but that's also news to me. I didn't know that you sing. So are you still <laughs> singing? Yeah. Uh, I just do it more so for fun, but I do like getting better. And I've been doing it even before fourth grade uh, since around my first grade year or so. Okay. Well, see, here's the problem. Now your secret is out with me. (laughs) (laughs) And you know that something happens and then they call on me to sing. Now I'm going to be calling on you to come sing (laughs) with me. Yes. So I'm glad to know that, that you sing. That is a cool memory from fourth grade. I actually remember my fourth grade year as well because I started a new school and um, our fourth grade teacher was so much fun. We got to go to a sleepover for her daughter, for her daughter's birthday at her house. And we, we had a great time. So I loved my first grade year as well. So Naomi, let me ask you, what is, give us one of your favorite memories um, from way back in the day. Um, I actually, oh, okay. When I was in, I think it was fourth grade also. Mm-hmm. It was at Key Elementary. Is when we just moved to the new elementary. And um, I we had field day. And I ran for the first time in front of you. Mm-hmm. And you were like, because uh, I, I kept, you said I kept telling you that I like I wanted to run. And I was fast and stuff. And you were like, well, you know, we have to see first. And so um, that was the first time running in front of you. And that was like my favorite memory because it, it was like the jump start of my track career, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I remember that. That's fun. Yeah. I'm glad you remember that too. I remember that. You kept saying, I'm faster than everybody else in my class. I'm faster than everybody else. And yeah, you're right. We were, um, myself and your dad, Dr. Nivens, we were like, well, we don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, you were pretty speedy out there. That, that was fun. And it also seemed like, like Delina said, her, you know, bringing her singing brings her joy. Um, that's how you were with, with running. Like I could tell that you were, when you would run that just, I don't know, it just brought you a lot of joy. So that's really cool. Um, here's my next question. And Naomi, you can start with this one. Do you remember in elementary school what you said you wanted to do for the rest of your life? What you wanted to be when you when you grew up? Um, yeah, I wanted to be a professional athlete. I okay. wanted to like run professionally, like in the Olympics. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Okay. I re- I remember you saying that and wanting wanting to do that and loving to play all, all of the different sports. So D- Delina, how about you? Do you remember what you wanted to be in elementary yeah. school? Um, also a musician actually. Yeah. Okay. 
Very cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. So see, you're again, you're spilling the beans on yourself, Delina, because <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to put you to work. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So let me ask you this. Tell us um, one life principle that you learned from your childhood that you still practice today? Delina, let's start with you. Give us one life principle. Right. Um, I think one life principle that I learned was that if you're going to, if you care about something, you know, you got to give it all your time and your effort. And I learned that when it came to my grades in school. And ever since then, I've taken my grades very, very seriously. And they mean a lot to me. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, they've helped me starting just from elementary school, just, you know, getting a slap on the wrist if I got like below 90 or something because my parents <laughs> were really strict about it because mm -hmm. um, academics was really pushed onto us. But I'm thankful now because I got into the college that I want to go to. Mm -hmm. And so that's a and I plan to maintain, you know, stick to that principle all throughout college. Yeah, that's good. You. um and 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 I can tell because you've you've worked really hard. And one of the things, well, let me let Naomi answer that question. That I was going to share one thing with you all. Tell us one life principle that you learned, Naomi, from your childhood that you still use today. Um, I would say um, being respectful to everyone and um, like being nice to people because it'll come back around. You know, people would be nice to you. Now, there's no reason to, I guess, be rude to people. It doesn't mm -hmm. do good for you. Right. I remember one time um, when, Naomi, if you remember this, when um, your aunt picked you up from school, you all were in, you may have been in kindergarten back then, and she got you all some McDonald's. Do you remember this? Mm -hmm. And she maybe didn't get, she mixed up the order or something like that. Didn't get everybody's favorite thing. And you all acted um, really ungrateful <laughs> to her. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And we made you all give away some of your favorite toys um, just so that you remember, always be nice to people. Like it's, it's, it's really, really, really important. One of the things that I learned and my parents made me do this was to sit in the front of the classroom. That's it's such a simple thing, but when you sit in the front of the classroom, especially in college. So I used to do that when I was in elementary and my parents were like, sit at the front, sit at the front, make sure you sit at the front. And the advantages of doing that is that your professor remembers you and remembers your name, remembers your face and when you have questions and, you know, because sometimes you're in a big auditorium when your professor is teaching to you. And so it's helpful for them when you say, OK, my name is Carla Nivens. I have a question. They remember that I've been sitting at the front. They remember my face. They remember my name. And uh, they are very, very, very willing to to help out. So that's one principle that I learned that I would love for both of you ladies uh, to put in practice, especially when you go to college, like sit at the front so your professor knows you and knows your name and knows how hard you work and and things like that. That it, it really helps out. So, ladies, I want to talk about 
um, your senior year. Both of you all are graduating this year and congratulations on that and on achieving that. Of course, this is just a start for both of you all. Um, even though graduating from high school is, is, is great, it's really just a start for what's coming next. But I wanted to ask you, let's start with Delina. Delina, do you feel like you've accomplished everything you wanted to do in particularly this year, your senior year? Uh, I think so personally. Um, I mean, I wasn't, I mean, I, I think like I was a little bit more fortunate with this COVID-19 outbreak just because I wasn't in any sports or anything. And it's really unfortunate for a lot of seniors who were super excited, like Naomi, for example, for their final season. Um, I really, my biggest concern was just figuring out what school I'm going to and what I want to be. And I figured those out at the beginning of this calendar year, so January 2020. And for me, the rest of the senior year was just about keeping, maintaining my grades and getting that stuff, my academics taken care of. Mm -hmm. And those were my number one priority. So I feel like those were really the only things I wanted. Um, I mean, now I just want to walk the stage, you know. Yeah. But, (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, I'm pretty satisfactory with how this year, like academically speaking, not, you know, globally speaking because of that outbreak and whatnot. Right. Um, <laughs> but academically speaking, I'm satisfied. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And, you know, one thing I've been saying about um, this this season of life that we're going through, trying not to continue to spread COVID-19 that it affects everybody differently. Some, you know, one person is like, yes, I'm, although I don't want to be going through this at all, you know, it's, it, I'm still on track and everything. And then other people are trying to, are having to um, think about some things differently. And Naomi, that may be your story, but I'll let you answer this question. Have you had the opportunity to accomplish everything you wanted to do in your senior year? Um, yes and no, because um, um, getting into getting accepted into college was like my first priority. Like I was, that was the thing that was stressing me out the whole entire year. But um, the thing, I guess, like you know, my my final track season and tennis season was, you know, I was really looking forward to that. I was planning on, you know, going very far, like mm-hmm. further than. I've done in the past years, but that got cut off. So, mm-hmm. but I accomplished one thing. Yeah. So you're, you're accepted in the, um, several colleges and, um, and so we'll, we'll, we continue to work out how the sports will <laughs> play into it. And it's, it's been a juggling act, um, but uh, I, I know it will all work out. So, Delina, I want to ask you this. When you were in elementary school, you said earlier in the interview that when you were in elementary school, you thought, I want to be a singer. Yes. Ha- have your plans changed? Significantly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I now, um, I'm planning to go to college, and my goal ultimately uh, is I want to get my doctorates in psychology and become a psychiatrist and yes. hopefully open up my own practice. So I would say they significantly changed. 
<laughs> that is cool. So uh, tell us how you came to that decision. Like what about um, that field? Because usually there's like a backstory to how, you know, there's a backstory to me on how I became, you know, who I am now. Yeah. Um, what, so how, did, how did you decide um, to do that? Um, well, it took, it was a long time in the making and I spent a good portion of my life not sure what I wanted to be. And I would always jump around saying, oh, you know, maybe I'll be a lawyer or, oh, maybe I'll do this or that course, kind of on accident, just because mm -hmm. a friend told me to. And I absolutely fell in love with the field of psychology. And it, I, I still have like all the notes and everything. And I like regularly look over them. And I knew I wanted to do something in that field. Um, and I wasn't sure what. Um, and to, if you don't mind me making this a little personal, um, mm -hmm. I actually did see a psychiatrist, a few of them actually not too long ago. And I was like, I really want to do this. Like I want to be, you know, the person that I feel like at some point I needed, you know, mm -hmm. and especially to help out younger people and stuff like that would be really important to me. Yeah, that is very cool. And first of all, I want, I'm, you know, I want to commend you, number one, for sharing that and being so open with us. We appreciate um, your your openness and, and your honesty. And that is true. Like we all go through seasons of life where we need someone to help us navigate certain, you know, situations. Mm -hmm. um, life is life and life is not always, you know, on a mountaintop. And that's, honestly how life is for every single individual on the planet of the earth. So it's great um, that you went through something and you thought, I want to be the help for someone else. I think that's really cool. And I know that a lot of times when we have a why behind what we're doing, it pushes us to accomplish our, our goals. So I know that um, you'll be a great help. Uh, to to people and young people and and all of that. So that's that's wonderful. I love that. I love that. I love that uh, so very much. And so Naomi, I wanted to ask you the same question earlier in our radio show. You said that you wanted to be a professional athlete when you grow up, but now that you're about to graduate from high school, have your plans changed? Uh, yes, my plans have changed. Um. So this year I got into a cosmetology class and like never did I ever think like I've always loved getting my nails done and stuff and I never thought that I wanted to learn how to do this stuff and you know but um, my counselor was like just try it and see you, you might like it you know and like I I love it so I wanted to be a cosmetologist and like do nails it's not that deep yeah. but it <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. That's 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 great. And you've also said that you wanted to, like Delina, you know, have have your own business. I love that young people now are thinking that far in the future. And they, I never thought, I, yeah, I do have my own business, but I didn't even think that when I was you all's age. So I think it's great that you all are saying, "This is what I want to do. This is what I want to be." I've taken some classes in it. I love it. And I want to, you know, own my own business. I, th I think that's um, 
I think that's absolutely wonderful. So uh, number one, I'm very proud of you ladies and what you've accomplished so far. Um, and I know we're getting close to time to take a break, uh, but when we come back, I want to ask you all some more questions about your senior year and about your future plans. So we'll be back in just a minute. Every Heart, Every Woman, the show where women find balance, peace, and inspiration. Now let's get back to the show with your host, Carla Nivens. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. We're so glad that you've tuned in to us today. We are speaking with two seniors who are graduating this year, graduating from high school this year, going to college. We're speaking with my daughter, Naomi Nivens, and a good friend of hers, Delina Naguse. So again, thank you, ladies, for joining us. And I I've really enjoyed our chat so far. I wanted to jump right back into kind of where we left off. My first question, and Naomi, let's throw this one your way first. Do you feel prepared uh, to take your next steps as a young adult? Um, I feel a little prepared. Um, I'm excited about uh, taking the next step and going to college and, and all that. But um, I mean, I know it'll be harder than high school and around different people in different environments. So that's a little, um, a little like, you know, I may not, you know, like thoughts and you may not fit in or whatever, but I'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you, Delina? Do you feel prepared to take your next step as a young adult? Uh, I would definitely say so. I'm really excited for a new chapter in my life. Um, I feel like college will be a chance to kind of start fresh. And just the thought of that alone is really exciting to me. And I've been anticipating it for months now. Yeah, cool. So Delina, I'll ask you this first. What, has there been anything that you've wanted your parents or your teachers as far as a characteristic? what do you think that parents and teachers should instill into young people to so that they they feel like yes, I am completely ready to take my next steps as a young adult? Um, I feel like well, something that I think parents and teachers should try their best to instill, you know, into students or young adults like Naomi and I are is just you know telling them that. Life's, you know, it's not going to be easy, but you have to approach it head first and you need to be ready to like come across some obstacles because it's not a roller coaster. If anything, we're in the easiest stages of our lives right now um, and it only will get more challenging, but we need to learn to persevere through that. And and if parents and teachers can, to the best of their ability, you know, offer any advice and, you know, address what they did whenever they were struggling and how they overcame it. And I think it would be really inspiring to people, mine and Naomi's age. Yeah. I, I, I think that's 
a great point, Delina. Um, parents sometimes try to make life go just kind of way too smoothly, especially for our toddlers. We don't want them to fall down. We don't want them to cry. We don't want them to hear the word no. And honestly, that's not representative of how life is going to go. There are going to be so many ups and downs. There are going to be so many very, very, very difficult and challenging things that you have to face and you have to be able to decide, how can I get through this? And your message to yourself, um, we, we got to figure out how we can get our messages to ourselves to say, I can get through this. Like I'm, I'm prepared for this. I can do it. So I, I like, I love that answer. That is something that we must, um, as adults, we must keep that in mind to teach our children and our students how to deal with difficulties and how to overcome, how to keep going. That's great, Delina. How about you, Naomi? What do you, what, what characteristics are, are you really feeling like that parents and teachers should teach students and young people? Um, kind of what Delina said and like uh, to teach them, but even through bad times such as this one, like to keep, keep your thoughts, keep your head up, keep going. You know, it's going to get better after the, the, the bad times. But mm-hmm. if you just um, like, be mentally stable, I guess, then you, you know, you can get through it. Yeah. Yeah. You can get through every, everything. And I know that, um, you know, the, the Lord is in control of everything. I think that's one thing that I, even as an adult, continue to tell myself, the Lord is taking care of me. He's taking care of Delina. He's taking care of Naomi. Like he's taking care of us. And, and he's, He's this time in our season, whatever season we're in is not lost on him. Like he just deeply cares. He he's deeply concerned about all of us. And so to me, that gives me comfort. I know I can make it through because I know that God is, is ever loving me and I can't ever mess up too much. Like just keep trying, just, just keep going. I love, I love those answers from you all. So now I want to talk to you specifically about COVID-19 and how it it is affecting your senior year and your life right now, because a lot of parents are, you know, they're uneasy about this time. We all had plans for you all senior year and all of this, and kind of now everything's up in the air. We don't know when we're going to be out of shelter in place, so we don't know what's what exactly is going to happen? I would love to know you all's thoughts and feelings about this. Naomi, let's ask you, how are you feeling right now? Give us a good, honest answer. How do you feel about the shelter in place? Um, I just want it to be completely over. <laughs> like, I, I never thought ever that this, something like this would ever happen. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's just, I, I don't like it at all. I want to be out and about not mm-hmm. in home. Yeah. I I get you. How about you, Delina? How are you feeling about it? Um, I think definitely this whole idea of shelter in place, you know, it's really put a lot of things in perspective for us. Um, you know, cause we're always talking about, Oh, I wish we didn't have school or sometimes adults might be like, Oh, I wish I didn't have to go to work today. And, you know, now that that's like a reality for a lot of us, it's, we realize it's not, we don't like this disharmony in our lives. And, mm-hmm. 
personally, I agree with Naomi. I want it to be over as well. And I would like to return to, you know, at least some sense of normalcy. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, even after this is all over, I don't know how quickly or how easily, you know, normalcy will be accomplished again. I feel like we're going to be living in a state of paranoia for a little while. Mm -hmm. But I do agree with Naomi that I want this to be over. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Naomi, has this given you a greater appreciation for school, for friends, for sports, for teachers, for even for a, uh, a schedule? Um, I mean, I've never really had a problem with school. Just, I mean, you know, no one likes to work, obviously, but I've never really had a problem with it. I was, it's, I mean, getting up early was... You know, I, I like being able to sleep in, but it's making me like very lazy, to be <laughs> honest. So, um, um, yeah, and I do miss my friends. I I always say all the time that I'm tired of them, but I really miss them a lot. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, ha- yeah, I miss my teachers, too. So, yeah. Yeah. How about you, Delina? Has this given you a greater appreciation for just the normal everyday life? Most definitely. Um, Like you said, I believe you addressed that in your question, how we seem to take advantage, you know, of just these things that may seem so small, but now that they're, they've been taken away from us, uh, it means so much. And I think I would do anything, you know, just to see my friends again, you know, just doing something as little as just going on a drive and blasting music on the radio, you know, Mm -hmm. and like going out to eat like if there were things that just seemed so little because we were so accustomed to be able to do like virtually whatever we want. And now that we can't, it really, like I said earlier, puts things in perspective and I just miss everything. Yeah. Yeah. So Naomi, have you been able to stay in touch with all of the other seniors, the people in your class? Yeah, I have. Um, Mostly it's, when we have questions to each other about the work that the teachers give us and they can't really like teach it to us, but like when they explain and we're like confused, we, we text each other and like, what, what do you think this means? And like, how are you doing it? And we're like, we bounce ideas off each other and stuff. And, but yeah, we've, we've been staying in touch mostly about schoolwork since we can't really do anything. So. Right. (laughs) So you all are still working together, still tackling this together. How about you, Delina? Have you been able to stay in touch with your uh, fellow seniors? Oh, definitely. Um, You know, like Naomi said, like if we want to talk about the work or any questions or anything like that, like there have been days where I will be on the phone with like one person for like three hours, you know, Mm. talking about work and then, you know, that kind of go off on tangents and try to talk about life and keep in touch because we're not able to see each other in person and I can get off a three hour phone call and then be on another one for two hours with another friend. Mm -hmm. Um, And so because of the influx of technology that we have now, it's been really easy uh, to do that, you know, with phones and all the social media and everything. So I've definitely been keeping in touch. Yeah, that's good. Now, when, when this first came out, the, the report said, and people were saying, you know, um, on the news, like this is going to, it's not going to affect people you all's age. This is what they said. It's not going to affect you all, people you all's age so much because you're already so connected with each other. 
um, through your phone already. You already have conversations with people. You even meet people, um, you know, through social media and all of that. Naomi, what what do you, what do you say to that? Is has this because I feel like from you all's answers that you feel like no, it has been a huge disruption. <laughs> you know, yeah, to, it has. Uh, it's ha- it has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, has anything that you've done before, like, because even like I said, you may meet somebody over social media, you know, somebody from another school or something that you all that you run against or that you play sports against. You may meet them on social media first before meeting them in person, before you get there to the actual game. Does that make this time any easier because you're used to talking to people via social media? Um, no, it doesn't make anything easier. Like I talk to everyone on social media, but I, I like talking to people in person more than social media. It's just always better that way. You, know, you can get the full, um, I don't know, the full thing. I, I can't remember what I was about to say. Yeah, kind of get um, really get to know them in person. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you can't really do that over social media. So, right, and you know, you saying that probably makes all of the parents feel better because most parents (laughs) worry (laughs) about the fact that you all do meet people. You know, you you, and that's the way of your life. Like you've always connected with people via social media. How about you, Delina? Um, Given the fact that you already use social media. Does this, does that make this shelter in place any easier at all for you? Um, I'm kind of in the middle. I do agree with Naomi um, and how it kind of takes away the ability to get to know somebody organically, you know, because you can easily hide behind a screen and create this persona of who you want to be, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's not always an accurate representation um, mm-hmm. of who you actually are. Um, and then other than that, I feel like definitely because we have so much time to be on social media, you definitely can have the chance at least to start more relationships. I mean, I guess it just depends on how outgoing you are, but like I said, you can easily use any social media as a platform to create this persona of who you want to be or who you wish you were. So in a way, it's not as advantageous as it may seem. Yeah, I like that. So both of you all still, you you don't completely, you, you don't rely on social media 150%. Like you're still thinking, I still need to spend time with people. I still need to know them. I still want to get to know them as a person and not as somebody on a screen. That's That's great. Let me ask you this, Delina, are you tempted at all? to waste time since school is online, you know, everything is on, is online. You, you, Delina, you had a job. Are you still working? Um, although my job is, it's still open. My parents have been really enforcing like us not to not go anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I actually stopped going to work and they still put me on the schedule and I've talked to them, but I'm still, I'm not allowed to go to work anymore. So it's very different because I'm, you know, just at home all the time. Yeah. And it's definitely something I'm not used to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good. I mean, it's, it's, it, those, it's hard to make that decision, but I think, you know, um, we love y'all and we want to protect you all. So, you know, (laughs) that, that kind of is what, what it is right now, but are you, 
tempted at all to um, to waste time during this season of shelter in place? Oh, definitely. Because I know that all I have is time. Mm-hmm. So I figure I can utilize it. And whether I choose to be productive or not, you know, as of right now, it doesn't always matter because I know that there's always more time. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Okay. How about you, Naomi? Are you tempted to waste time doing the shelter in place? Yeah, I'm always tempted to waste time. Like, um, I'll wake up and look at the time and it's like, it's only two o'clock. I can go back to sleep. I, I can, <laughs> I have till 11.59 PM. So, um, to do my work. So yeah, I, I'm always wasting time. Okay. So it sounds to me that you use time. Maybe is that your, um, your motivation to get your work done? So, you know, you have to, the way, the way it is, the way your school is working, you have to get your work in by midnight, right? So Mm -hmm. really you could do what you want to do then 10, 11 o'clock at night, get your work done. (laughs) Yeah. Um, they were laughing like, yes, <laughs> I understand. I understand. Is completing your work online? Is that, is that, is it going okay? Delina? Uh, personally, I, I kind of like it oddly enough. Um, because like this, the only thing I think I like about this, you know, shelter in place is because you know, kind of like we touched on the last question, I just have all the time I need, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And whether, whereas like in school, you know, you're in one class for a certain amount of like a lot of time. And then, you know, oh, what if you don't understand that work, but you got to move on to the next class. You have to get your brain ready for the next subject Mm -hmm. and, you know, think with a completely different like part of your brain. Um, But here, like at home, I feel like I don't feel as pressured, you know, to understand things super quickly because I have the time to go over and teach myself that stuff if it's not making sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Naomi, how about you? Is your schoolwork online going okay? Yeah. Um, I think it's easier than school, like in school. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, like she said, you have all the time that you need. And then like, um, you know, it's, it's, it's easier to get mm-hmm. it done. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like stress about if you're going to get it done in time and if you're going to understand it and all, but you know, it's just easier. Are you, are you all leaning on your parents at all for, to help if you don't understand something or are you just, you know, asking questions to your teachers and your friends? Naomi, you can answer that first. Uh, I I'm just leaning on my my friends and teachers. I don't I don't think I've leaned on y'all yet. I might in the future, <laughs> but I don't think I have yet. If it gets all the way there, then you'll lean on us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Delina? Uh, I agree with Naomi. Definitely leaning towards like friends and teachers but definitely friends more so than teachers, you know, Mm -hmm. because I just feel like peer help. I don't know for me personally, it's just, it works a lot better because I feel like we're all kind of on the same level with each other and kind of learning it together instead of, you know, just any other alternative 
Mm-hmm. Well, the thing that I like about that answer for both of you all is you're still, it's kind of like you're still in a community of friends. You're not isolating yourself. And neither one of you all said, no, I just try to figure it out alone. And if it's right, it's right, it's wrong. Or if it's wrong, it's wrong. You know, you're, you're still seeking out help, but you know, you're, cre- you're still in your community of, of friends and you're still, um, connecting with people and, um, and and that kind of thing, still learning together, still asking questions. I think that's great. So I, w- this is what I would love to know. Delina, you can start. Has there been, or who has been your inspiration for um, not only your senior year, but your, your life? Who's inspired you to become who you are right now? Um, well, this could go, this answer could go two ways. If you want me to answer based off of somebody that I know, mm-hmm. um, I would definitely say my father, uh, actually both my real dad and my stepfather, mm-hmm. um, because they're both just really hard workers. And I felt like I resonated the most with them and they taught me to, you know, to just work hard and to believe in myself, you know, when I don't believe in myself. Um, and Am I allowed to answer this question for people I don't know as well? Like, sure, absolutely. Sure. Um, and this one might be a cliche. I feel like Naomi would totally be on board with this answer. But another <laughs> great inspiration in my life has definitely been Michael Jackson. Um, nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> because, you know, he worked hard towards what he loved and he mm-hmm. found success in it. And even when there were times when it was life was pretty dark for him and he was being shot down, you know, for, you know, like the allegations, for example, he still, you know, pushed through and still kept his career going and that, and because he's also the reason I love music so much and it's a big part of my life. So that's why he would be my number one inspiration too. Yeah, that's cool. I, you know, I have one of the, I have, you know, somebody that I don't know, Venus Williams is one of my, you know, huge people that I watch her life and and watch how she tackles problems and and um, she to me is very honest about things that are going on and she doesn't just live her life in the spotlight on the mountaintop things, but there have been some things that have happened in her life that weren't weren't great and she seems to continue to always have a positive attitude about things and a positive outlook and she always gets up to fight another day. So I, I agree with you, you know, and, 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 you know, Michael Jackson's music, what? Yeah, of course. (laughs) I love it. I also love it that your dads are a great example. And I know they are to you on um, how to just keep fighting, how to keep going and how to, how to persevere, how to work hard. I love that. So Naomi, let's, let's get to you really quickly. Who has been your inspiration? Um, I don't think I have a specific person, but, um, I think I'd say like everyone, like seeing people be successful in life makes me, inspires me to be successful also. And like Mm -hmm. seeing you and my dad, uh, be successful really makes me want to be successful and being able to, um, you know, like my my future family, you know, will be able to lean on me and, you know, and depend on me when 
they need something. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's very sweet. I love that. Well, ladies, this has been so much fun. And, um, and I know that you, both of you all, you're such an inspiration to people younger than you, but your answers also inspire um, adults. And so I appreciate your time and congratulations to everything that you all have accomplished. And I know that you're going to do wonderful, wonderful things in the world. Um, everyone, our show is a program of Love Ministries. It's a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Go to loveministriesbuilds.org for all of the information about Love Ministries. You can follow me. Go to my website, carlanivens.com. Everyone have a wonderful week. We'll see you back here next week.